Hello everyone out there, this is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is, Would you like to get government funding for your multifamily real estate investing? Of course you would, right? You're paying taxes, so this money, part of it belongs to you. So I'm just going to share with you a couple of ways to use government funding to get into multifamily real estate investing. So let's get started. And then I'm going to share with you one of our students who did just that. He used government funding to renovate his entire apartment building to raise his rents, raise his NOI at the government expense and create a bunch of wealth. So let's get started. So the first way is through a conventional loan. This is called a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac bank loan, where the government will insure the loan. So a, a standard local bank will give you the money. And why would they do that? Because the government is insuring that loan. So in case something goes wrong and, it, and the project fails, the banks are made whole by the government. The government insures it. But what I really want to talk about today is something really excited about, and that is local stimulus rehab loans. What is that? That's where the government lends you money, 0% interest, to renovate your apartment building. Yes, yes, it's real. And I'll share with you an, an interview where a student did just that. All right, so basically, this rehab loan is funded by the city or the county that the apartment building is located in, 0% interest, okay? You can use the money to rehab your units, get your rents up, get your NOI up, and create a bunch of wealth, right? Make a bunch of money. And guess what? This is your tax dollars at work. Every month you are paying into the system and it's about time you're able to use some of the money for yourself in your multifamily real estate investing. So what I want to do next is I want to jump right into the interview with one of our students, Brandon, who worked this system beautifully. All right. So here's a little bit about Brandon. So it's an 18 unit apartment building. He purchased it for $1.15 million. Guess what? He has no real estate experience. None. Okay, he owns a home, that's about it. Now, he, uh, as far as his down payment that he had available, no cash, he only had a HELOC, and it was for $35,000. He used $33,000 of it to get into this $1.15 million 18-unit apartment building. And guess what? The city is funding all of his rehab. And well, in an interview, he will share with you how that works. And guess what? For the down payment, he used two investors to fund 90% of the down payment. I'll share with you how that works as well and during after the interview. After repair value, after he uses the government money to fix up his apartment building, is worth $1.7 million, and we are being conservative. Next, what I want to do is let's head on over to the interview, and then when we come back, I'm going to break everything down for you so you can put yourself in Brandon's shoes. Let's go there next. Hello, everyone. This is Peter, and I have a incredible guy here named Brandon. He's one of our students, one of our prized students. And today he's going to share with you what he pulled off. These are, are more about the, the person than the deal. And you'll soon discover that uh, today. So Brandon, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Peter. All right. All right. Well, we're going to, we're going to jump right into it, Brandon. So why don't you share with us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I've been working for a Land surveying company for the last 10 years. Um, I'm pretty outdoorsy. I've traveled and backpacked through Central America and, and uh, some of South America. And 
actually have worked for a property management company in my early 20s. So that was kind of a little bit of what gave me an idea about investing in, in commercial real estate. So, All right. And that brings us straight over into the why. So why commercial real estate, Brandon? So what are some of the driving factors in you wanting to invest in commercial real estate? Well, I, at first, I was just going to get into residential, like single family and no more than fourplexes. But then seeing some of your videos, I thought that, you know, why not keep as many units as you had under the as, as least amount of roofs as possible? So um, I, I was intrigued by that. So that's, And what's your what's your previous real estate experience? Do you have any? Not really. No, none at all. Yep. Awesome. So this is your first uh, first deal, basically. Right. First deal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, with that said, let's jump into the deal. So please share a little bit about your deal. Sure. It's an 18 unit. It's in the northern Midwest. And it's it was 1.15 was the purchase price. And that came out to about $64,000 a door. So what kind of attracted me to it was it was centrally located and, and it was a pretty reasonable price. And from coaching you, uh, it was in a great location, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's very centrally located yeah. right in the downtown area. And what do you like about the deal? We have rent upside. Uh, what else do we have on the deal? It was below market at about, like I said, sixty four thousand door, and everything else has kind of been selling for about eighty to a hundred thousand dollars a door. Wow, wow. Okay, so, so you you walked in with equity, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then on top of that, uh, the previous seller kept the rent low for whatever reason. So share mm -hmm. with us how much rent upside you have. The rent upside is looking to be for about 14 units. We can increase about 200 to plus about around 200 per per unit okay. for 14 of those units. Okay. So 14 out of 18, you can raise your rents uh, $200 more per unit. What about the other four units? The other four are kind of at the, the fair market rent. Okay, got it, got it. So yes. so once you were to raise the rents and have it stabilized, what would you bought the building for 1.15? What would it be worth in a few years? Um we're looking at about 1.7 is what what uh awesome. the value we can get. Awesome. So, That's great. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. exciting, Peter. That's great. Well, along with achieving the upside, most times there's some work to do. And the property does need work. So describe a little bit about the repairs needed on the property. You know, it's nothing major, but share, please share. Yeah, there there is quite a few maintenance issues, but we have renovation money for in place for that. The building's probably, oh, it's probably 120 years old. So there's a lot of things that I'm going to uncover probably about it that, that we'll find along the way. Yeah, we uh, always do. <laughs> we always yeah. do. Um, where does the money come from to to fix these issues? Where'd you get that from? The city has a, a rental rehab program. So what that is, is they do a zero interest loan for the first seven months, and then it's a 3% interest for eight year term. Basically, the city is going to fund your, the complete renovation of your property inside and outside, 0% uh, interest payments uh, for their first seven months. And then from seven months to eight years, you're going to have to pay it off, right? That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Now, the pressing question is, you know, you're a beginner, it's your first deal, right? Yeah. And, and it's not like you're sitting on a million dollars in cash. 
In fact, you used uh, part of your HELOC to purchase this property along with a right. couple of investors. So why don't you share with us how you pulled all of that off? Because you basically put in a little bit of HELOC and then you're able to get all of it back and more at closing as cash at closing. So can you break this down a bit? Yeah. So my HELOC, I covered for the down payment about 33000 of the of the down payment and I have a couple investors that are are dear to my heart that were on board with this deal and and liked the return that it was going to produce and they put down the rest of the money which it ended up being about 287,000 total was the down payment. Okay, so 287,000 was the entire down payment and you put in about 33,000 yourself that, yep. and your two investors put in the rest. Correct. And how much of the deal did you get for yourself? Actually, we negotiated $35,000 cash at closing, which in turn I, I am going to use for some of the, the renovation money as well. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah, so yeah. so you, you put in $33,000 yourself as right, part of the down right. payment at closing, you got back $35,000 cash. Correct. Yes. Okay, that's brilliant. Right. Yeah. Right. So how did you convince the investors to invest in your deal? Because you're brand new. You know, How'd you pull that off, Brandon? Um, I couldn't have done that without uh, the help of my a mentor for you, Peter. Um, the structure that you laid out and just how to present this deal, that's how I presented it to them. And and, uh, and the rest so. is history. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Let's see. I know coaching you, we, we've had some challenges uh, along this transaction. So uh, please share some of the challenges and how you overcame them. Well, some of them are just me not being into commercial real estate, just the kind of the language of talking with sellers and lenders. And so once you got comfortable with the language, then once you end up getting it under contract, there's just all kinds of pitfalls that at my age, I'm 41. So I really don't want to get a bad deal. And so this coaching has been instrumental part of of, of this whole deal. Anything in particular that stood out? You mentioned uh, some of the challenges language-wise. Anything in particular stood out? Well, some of them just being um, the interest rates now. I Shopping for, for lenders, insurance companies, everything has gone up. And just seeing through the inspection report, things like that, I think I some of the things I just wasn't privy to. Okay, got it, got it. Well, Brandon, I can say you were able to get on all the coaching calls and every single yeah. one, almost weekly, almost daily, we were able to speak yeah. with you and walk you through this entire process. So you were, uh, I would call it textbook in terms of locating the property, speaking to the investors, doing your due, your pre-due diligence, your actual due diligence. And uh, I mean, how many banks did we have to go through to find this loan, right? 6.25% right. interest rate, which is incredible these days, right? Especially, yeah. especially for brand new investors. So, yeah, you were, uh, you know, textbook and, and clockwork in terms of a student. Yeah. So congratulations on just following all the steps here. So, uh, Brandon, what's what, what's the extra strategy for this property, for your 18 unit property? The extra strategy, Peter, we're going to buy and hold and probably do a cash out refi in, the, in three years and then probably sell around year five to okay. seven. And then what's after that? So what is what's the huge the future hold for Brandon? More more apartments, Peter. Um, this has been a great experience, and another eight plex is in 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 the works right now. Are under contract, and okay, that's awesome. Well, Brandon, hey, I just appreciate uh, your time this morning. I know you're a busy guy, and I really appreciate you just uh, 
coming out and, and sharing your story. And, you know, th- these interviews are more about the person than the actual deal. So I just want to let you know, I know I said I appreciate you so much, but I really do. So thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you, Peter. Thank you for your time and all of your help. You're welcome. Welcome back. And wasn't uh, Brandon just an incredible guy? You know, Brandon found us on YouTube and now he's on YouTube. He said that was his goal. He achieved his goal. Now, so what I want to do on this part is I'm going to summarize what just happened. Because like I promised earlier, I'm going to show you how to put yourself in Brandon's shoes. So I'm going to do two things. I'm going to go over the rental rehab program and then I'm going to divert a little. Usually I will summarize the deal and do like a case study. This time I'm going to go over how to get the investors. Okay, because I think you, you need to know how, to, how that works. So first of all, here's a little bit about the rental rehab program. You're probably wondering, how did Brandon find this? He found it by asking. That's right. He dug and dug and dug and dug until he found this program. Now, this program is used to revitalize neighborhoods. So you're not going to find this program in upscale neighborhoods. They're going to be in maybe the C-class neighborhoods that the city wants to revitalize. Uh, so Brandon is borrowing uh, $57,350 at a 0% interest for the first three months, and then it reverts to 3% interest for the next eight years. So he's using government money to renovate the interior and exterior of his property to make it worth more so he can make a bunch of money. That is his tax dollars, your tax dollars, my tax dollars at work. And uh, it's about time we, we get to use our own money. Next, uh, how much will they loan? This is interesting. They will loan up to the current loan on the property. So Brandon, he just borrowed $865,000. He doesn't need that much. He's, he only needs about this much, maybe uh, maybe a little more. And then a the goal is to pay it off in three years. That's his goal. So he'll be able to borrow it for eight years, right? But his goal is paid off in three years, which I think is a, a great decision, okay, on his part. Now, let's get to the fun part. And the fun part is... Uh, how did he get the down payment? How does that structure work? What did he put together? Well, let's go over that. So this is the investor structure. Brandon needed to uh, raise $287,500 plus closing costs. I'm not, put, I'm not putting in the closing costs. I'm just putting in his 25% down payment to keep things simple. He got two investors, and these two investors are putting up $254,000 of the $287,000 required. So that leaves Brandon to put up $33,000 that he didn't have in cash. He's using his uh, HELOC, his, his home equity line of credit for the down payment. Now, once Brandon does that, he is going to own 30% of this project. But guess what? On paper, he has no money in the deal because he negotiated with the seller $35,000 back cash at closing that went into his, his account. So on paper... Brandon was paid $2,000 to own 30% of this of this 18-unit, $1.15 million property. Pretty incredible, right? Pretty incredible. So, and also, he's getting a, a monthly asset management fee for managing the project. Remember, his investors, little bit about his investors, how did he get them, right? So, basically, his investors were his co-workers. They were complaining at lunchtime, man, I'm paying too much in taxes. So Brandon heard this over and over again. He said, guess what, guys? I have a solution for you. Why don't you invest in my deals? And then you can uh, participate in all the tax savings that come along with commercial real estate. 
and um, and he did that, and they invested. So I'm sure you I'm sure you have coworkers with the same issues. Now here's a big question: How does a beginning investor like Brandon do such a thing? How did he put all this together? Well, first of all, he got a mentor that was us. He basically said, Peter, I'm 41 years old. I have very little of my retirement, and I don't want to make a mistake. So he did the smart thing, and he got a mentor. Next is he had to find a deal that was worthy of putting investors into. So basically, finding a deal good enough for investors. We have this training is called, is my deal good enough for an investor, right? Can my deal afford an investor? You have to know that. You just can't put any deal. Let's face it, deals on today's market, like from an agent or LoopNet or wherever, those deals are not good enough or don't have enough profit to include to pay the mortgage, pay the investors and pay you. There's just not enough room. You have to find an off-market deal, which Brandon did. Next is you have to have a presentation that works. You have to be able to present to the investors a presentation that gets them to invest. How did he do that? He used our presentation. So now I'm going to share with you the actual presentation that Brandon used to get his investors to say yes. I'll just do a brief overview. So there's a title page there. There's some disclosures there from the attorney. And then you have to have an agenda. Everybody wants to know. They want your, they want the, especially engineers, right, like myself, you need a, a mind map of what you're going to be going through just so you understand it better. This just makes you feel more organized. Then we have an investment strategy, what our investment strategy is. And we tell Brandon what that is with this presentation. You share with investors so they go, wow, this is incredible. After that, we take them through the investment life cycle. So investors want to know, day one, where does that money go into? Day 30, where does it go? And then how does it come back out? So we take them through the entire cycle of the investment. Isn't that a great thing for an investor to do? to get them to trust Brandon, that he knows what he's doing, even though this is his first deal. Next, we take them to how the investors are paid. And we're gonna pay them two ways in this presentation. We share that with them. That's a wonderful thing. Next, something really, really important, okay? The title of this slide is called, How We Protect Against a Market Downturn, Five Ways. So we're being proactive here and sharing with investors what can go wrong and how we're going to mitigate it. Isn't that brilliant? We know there, there's some objections in today's market. We're dealing with them up front, okay? And then next we have uh, why invest in apartments. To you and I, we know why, but investors may not have all the reasons. Again, we're trying to build up uh, credibility, rapport, and trust with investors, even though you're brand new, okay? This really helps. And then we go into get understanding their goals because Every, every one of your investments is not for every investor. So uh, you have to understand that. So we're here, we're really understanding the investor's needs so we can put them to the right deal. It's called being a responsible investor. The last thing here is uh, after getting a mentor, finding a deal worthy of investors, having a good presentation, next you have to execute a proven process. I'm an engineer. I like processes. They work. So Brandon used our uh, process to the T. It was an excellent student. And you can see, it's not like he had a degree in Harvard or was a rich guy. He just followed the steps, step by step, and voila, look what he got done. So I hope you can see how government funding can dramatically help you get into multifamily real estate investing. So if you enjoyed this and you want to 
just do what Brandon did. You can apply to be one of our protégés. Uh, and also, lastly, I have a book I'd like to give to you that's called Commercial Real Estate for Beginners. It's yours for free.